0: Welcome to the Fit, Healthy and Happy Podcast. I am your host, Josh, here with my co-host.
1: KG in the house.
0: Hm. <laughs> We're gonna roll with it, okay? That was completely normal. I feel like that's different at this point because we haven't done it <laughs> normal in a while. but listen we got no time to waste here. We're going to come at you with a Thursday banger. This is going to be a really fun one. So essentially Kyle was on his Facebook feed and he saw a post uh, from an individual saying, hey, I want some advice. I plateaued. How can I bust through this plateau? I need some fitness and nutrition advice from you all, from the, all the geniuses on the Facebook. Um, like Facebook is its own funny land these days. Like, you know, it's just like, communities kind of just microphone each other and you hear the same thing over and over and like people really craft their own little identity and it's kind of fun to see the responses and i think this episode in particular is a really great insight into you know the gen pops opinion of fitness and by way of this you can probably even bust through some myths and kind of explain how things work so um do you just want to read some of the responses? Yeah. So uh, a basic,
1: yeah, a little uh, explanation, uh, not a single pound lost, uh, basically a month long plateau working out four to five times a week, burning, you know, an average of 400 to 500 calories per cardio session um you know lots of strength training and maintaining 1400 calories. The point here isn't to really dive into what this person needs but more so dive into the responses that were given and what we agree with and disagree with. Um so the first thing that I notice is there's probably about 3 people here so far at the very beginning that say muscle weighs more than fat so you're adding muscle, keep going. So Um, This person, uh, just to let you know, like the scale has not dropped. Like that's the only thing we have here. We don't really know much about measurements, anything else, just that the scale has not dropped. So you want to dive into that, Josh? Yes, sir. Uh, So yeah, usually this is number one you hear. I know we've mentioned it
0: previously before, but people say, hey, listen, you're working out, you're gaining strength, so you're getting a ton of muscle. Like you're beasting it now. Like don't even stress it muscle gains more than fat like you're probably losing a ton of fat but that's why like the muscle's heavier but the reason this is inherently false and just kind of plain kind of dumb to be frank with you is that a pound of bricks and a pound of feathers weigh the same like think about that it just the volume of it right so if you by the same accord said hey my weight hasn't changed in two months but my measurements my waist has gone down six inches and like then I could say, ah, okay, you know, we're really visually seeing this, but usually this isn't the way it works. Like, especially if someone already is fairly overweight, they do need to lose a lot of weight to actually kind of lose that. And kind of jumping into realistic expectations of muscle gain, I have a really good chart here that I like to reference. Um, So obviously there's caps, of what you can gain, and there's something we call noob gains. If you're someone just starting out, you can gain a lot more muscle Um, initially, like from the get go, even while losing weight. So if you're a new lifter as a male, Uh, within the first one to six months, this kind of noob game time, you can gain about two and a half pounds of muscle per month. Now, a lot of you will say, that's it? That's crap. Like, what the heck? Um, But that's actually a ton. And for a female in their first one to six months, they should be gaining about one and a half pounds of muscle per month. Now, bear in mind, even if you're losing at a very slow rate of a pound per week, you should be losing four pounds per week. uh, So muscle is not weighing more than fat at this point. You're just not changing. You know, you're just staying static. And then usually, you know, they say for months seven to 36, you've expect about a pound of muscle gain for males and about a half pound for females so it's going to be very small and then if you're a really really advanced lifter you know you've been lifting for three plus years you can only really expect about half a pound at most as a male and for a female, about a fourth of a pound, obviously everyone's different. They have different hormone levels, this and that. But at the end of the day, this is just an inherently flawed argument. And unless you're really purposely trying to maintain your weight, just improve your strength and change body composition slowly, this is just not the matter of fact. Like if you're looking to go with fat loss, you do need to be dropping weight. You can improve muscularity, strength, and toning as you go down, but you're not gonna gain enough muscle at a rate where it'll keep your weight static. That's just not how it works.
1: Yeah, and uh, I mean, obviously, it's going to be consistently changing every single uh, week, I mean, every single day, especially. So obviously, we've always mentioned this, but just letting you know, calculate the averages, don't just weigh in once and then expect it to continuously go down. That's where a lot of people go wrong. Um, And yeah, Josh's points were completely true. And I really liked uh, what he had to offer there. Um, We had another one saying it's not about body composition and how you look. Oh, it's, it's about body composition and how you look, not weight. Now, you know, I, I really do like this. Obviously, weight is just one matter that we keep track of. But at the end of the day, like we've always mentioned, um, body composition is absolutely huge. And there have been quite a few individuals I've had that just really have lost so many inches and the scale hasn't dropped a ton. Like Josh was saying, even before, you know, their physique, the way they look has changed drastically, um, without the scale going down a whole lot. So there are so many different ways to measure. And that's why we always hammer home The all the different important things to be keeping track of on your fitness journey. And it's not just about that one number because even a lot of times I do find, um, like Josh said, you you need to always be at least moving in the right direction. Like if it's always going up, there's something wrong. Um, But at the end of the day, there's just a lot of different things you can focus on to make sure you're progressing. And I always find that you should focus on the thing that is going to drive you the most. If this number on the scale is something that really, really, really gets to you and you have some issues with it, stay away from it focus on the other measures we always talk about you know the body um composition how you're looking you know the uh, inches the uh, around the waist around every other area how you feel how you look how you're progressing in the gym all those different areas um but you know that's just one thing if you really do struggle with that scale that i would kind of uh stay away from um, for a little while at least
0: yeah weight isn't a perfect metric but it's one of the best metrics we have access to obviously it's not the only one and that's why i don't like relying on it too heavily but it is a really good thing to kind of reference and see how it changes and adjust past that you know we love actually just looking at physique photos how you're visually changing it's tough when you see yourself day to day to know if you're actually progressing but physique photos you know month to month you'll either know if you look better or worse and then next up is measurements obviously you can't get these 100 correct but you do it to the best of your ability and you can start to say hey like Once again, you know, am I losing weight in good areas that I should be losing? You know, like am I losing a lot of my lower back fat? Is my waist going down? you know is my actual you know just in general abdominal fat decreasing chest fat these types of things Um, you can really gauge whether you're you know losing the right weight or even if you're staying the same if you are starting to tone and shape in the correct places if you don't want to have any radical you know weight change so it is just a metric this is a pretty good comment but once again weight can be something that's important so if you really don't want to focus on that focus on the others be true with yourself and make sure you're actually progressing
1: i love it yeah and this is all about what we agree with what we don't and uh, just our personal opinions based off of all the hundreds of people we've helped Um, in my experience uh, this is another comment i didn't lose weight until i upped my lean protein intake i had to stop skipping meals i mean this is great right here we focus on protein a ton anyone who's worked with us it is the best and most important nutrient to focus on and a lot of times those who potentially are struggling are just having very little protein and uh, it's something that if you happen to be struggling you should really pay attention to and make sure you're getting an adequate amount if you do need we have an amazing episode on this uh, very recently on our um, podcast it's episode number 133 science says you should be eating this much protein give it a listen and you'll have everything you need to know
0: nailed it
1: what's next Uh, another one you know make sure you're drinking a lot of water sometimes we confuse hunger for thirst whenever I think I'm hungry especially after workout I drink two large glasses of water and wait 30 minutes extra hot water will help you move weight you're doing amazing boom I I love that.
0: that, You know, they're still being supportive, nice, you know, and they offered a really good tip, you know, and it is true. Like hunger and thirst can easily be switched and a lot of people do not consume enough water. So one of the easiest things you can do is just, you know, keep a canteen or bottle near you so you can have access to it, you know, sip it anytime you look at it. That way you're going to stay pretty good in the waterfront. Um, But, you know, even if you think, eh, maybe I'm just bored, you know, maybe that's why I want food, you know, just wait, see if it passes, you know, look at your calories, monitor, things like that. But, uh, through and through, this is really good advice. So yeah. thumbs up for me. And this shows too, like people, you know, everyone does want to help even people that give you advice in life. It's not like they're trying to inherently say things that are, you know, it's just people regurgitate what they've heard and echo that. And a lot of people, unfortunately, hear, you know, the wrong sources of info, and it's tough to tell them otherwise. But some people really do have some great things to say.
1: Yeah, another one, I lost eight pounds on the keto diet, high in protein, low in carbs in less than a month. I mean, that's all the comment says doesn't really offer too much value i guess they're just telling you to go keto i mean you guys know our stance uh if it's something that fits your lifestyle and and works for you then cool but keto definitely
0: uh, even just to chime in like if this individual is having trouble with their macros as is and sticking to a diet and being consistent and seeing any positive change a lot of people just think oh well i'm just going to try a whole new thing like you know maybe i just need to do this and you know at the end of the day that's not usually the problem usually it's adherence and the commitment to the actual system and by just flip-flopping and constantly just trying to find a new diet that will somehow be your magic thing usually people are not successful so i'd be wary of that one
1: yeah, and uh, that's awesome. Another one, and this I'm, I'm already going to say I agree with, drink more water, get more sleep, make sure more of your calories are from greens, lots and lots of greens. You're doing great. I mean, we've talked about this just overall for food satisfaction. It is so important. It's the most satiating uh, thing out there on top of just like, protein but greens you know start by filling all your plates and um, I'm going to dive into actually what I said to this individual after and give you more of my feedback as well but uh, if you're struggling this is going to be your best friend and really help you out with food satisfaction Um, the next thing here um, there's a couple things this person said they listed eight different things the first one is don't eat after 8 p.m. Uh, I'm not going to go o- over all of these, but just the things that I just really stand out to me. And then the next one is cut out sugar, gluten, fried food, dairy, eat stuff with as little ingredients as possible. Um, and then just all these other things like talking about different herbs and like all these other things that I actually really don't agree with. Um, and right, right off the bat, like seeing that someone say don't eat after 8 p.m., um, the only like it's hard to say because they don't really explain. The reason I'd say it's not... Ideal to eat after that time is because it's usually not anything that's going to be consumed is actually going to be healthy for you However, if you have 400 calories left and you're going to eat after 8 p.m. and you want to have whatever it is That's totally cool I don't think that someone should inherently stop eating after a certain time because uh, the biggest myth out there is that they're going to be storing fat while they're sleeping, which has been you know debunked many, many times. Um, the other thing, even cutting all these other things out, I do believe that uh, a diet or whatever um, route you choose on your fitness lifestyle should be sustainable and cutting all of these things out um, is going to lead to someone just binge eating. Uh, you know, We talk about flexible dieting and I just uh, there's a couple of these things that I think could be worded better or just not included. as a tip beauty what's next um let me see uh probably some sort of adaptation starvation mode um i mean this is something as well that a lot of doctors and a lot of people talk about uh and and this is like if you're in a calorie deficit and everything is lying assuming that you know your thyroid has been checked and everything is moving in the right direction over time the scale will be moving like if you're in a calorie deficit um and and i remember looking into this pretty deeply based off of a couple uh good doctors recommendations and they were even saying that this whole adaptive starvation mode is a myth like if you are once again, in a calorie deficit, you're doing things right, your strength training, the scale in time will move in the right direction, assuming that, you know, your hormones and everything are in check. So um, sometimes people just really use this as an excuse. And um, to be honest, the thing that I believe that actually is the biggest mistake within this is that most people are actually just consuming way more calories than they understand. Um, this is something that I offered. I sent the um, individual a message saying that um, majority of people are actually just Not tracking their calories 100% perfectly Um, you know, it doesn't have to be absolutely like spot on but at the end of the day Um, a 300 to 400 calorie Mistake within each day will lead to you potentially being in maintenance mode Um, so I just don't want people to mistake like oh, you know i'm i'm in a starvation mode So I need to just eat way more and way more Um, that's it's been debunked quite a few times as well.
0: Oh, yeah There's this one guy we work with not work with he he worked near us um once a while ago, and I remember these women saying, oh, you know, like I've been trying to do better. I've been eating my vegetables and my lean um, meats and everything. You know, I'm, I really want to lose this weight. I'm dedicated. And he goes, what you ladies need is a pizza, an extra large pizza. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. once again, like there, there is this whole fad where it's like, women need to starve themselves. And then it's like, no, women need to eat more. And people get so confused by this and they go, oh, I need to eat more. And then they just start cranking calories and it's like, that's not how it works. It's like There's a lot of people this does apply to, but it's very relative to individual's uh, situation, right? In terms of starvation mode, your body will, is not really a thing, but your body will adapt. Like if myself or Kyle decides to eat uh, 400 calories a day of food, right? Eventually our body will adapt and we'll be like near death, but it will make it work. It'll, you know, suppress hormones to kind of work against that and to try to make us okay with the amount we're eating. And like women aren't to their full potential. You know, you can usually see their skin's more green. You know, they are not eating enough, but they're making it work and they're on some crazy starmation mode. It's just, you know, your body just kind of decreases these hormones, responds in its own way. And when you jack up their calories to a normal amount, like what a normal healthy person should be eating, you know, they work against this, they're able to take those calories and they end up actually losing weight because once again, things start working optimally as they should. So that's the difference. Whereas if you're a woman who you know twice a week eats 300 calories because you're dieting, and then the other four days you know you're out like just eating a ton of bar food and killing it and crushing it, eating three, four thousand calories, that does not mean you're in starvation mode. And the last thing you would need is like another pizza or something like that. Like that's just horrible advice. Like it's eating enough food, but eating the right foods. Honestly, if you eat, and that's why a lot of people like clean eating. If you eat clean eating, you can eat essentially as much as you want. To a level because you're going to get so stuff from the fiber and micronutrients that you won't gain weight um that's why a lot of people that switch to veganism earlier on lose weight um, regardless of their situation because they're just taking a diet of all these horrible bar food this and that you know nasty meats right things like that where they're just eating you know like hot dogs and stuff and they switch to all greens they're going to feel a lot more full and satisfied that their overall caloric consumption is going to decrease significantly and as a measure of that they'll lose weight like it's just the way it works so don't get don't get misled by this argument because mm-hmm. it goes both ways and it really, you know, you'd be surprised. It's very rare you see a circumstance of this, but when I do, you know, when people are just seriously not eating enough, we bring it up and it does amazing things. But uh, once again, it's more about that regulation and eating a consistent amount of calories, a calorie amount that will help you. We're in a slight deficit um, and kind of get them working from there.
1: Yeah, think of the food as energy, not like you're trying to have as little as possible, but not like you're trying to just stuff yourself. Like you got to have that, that right Uh, Happy spot, And that's why we always recommend coaching, even if you try it out for a month or two, because we'll get you in that spot and help you figure out how much you should be consuming and why and how much protein and all that good stuff. Now, just a couple other ones uh, quickly, because I I think these are so valuable. Um, I'm going to have to head out soon, but I just wanted to really talk about these because I think this can help you guys all um, just make changes and understand what we believe and why we believe it and stuff. So um, the next one, you know, someone's saying you're doing well. When your body gets stuck, you need to switch it up change the diet, change the workout routine, shock the body, never let it settle in the same routine. So like, I understand the person's, um, like where they're coming from and like what good they're trying to do. But at the same time, this is where like Josh has already mentioned, like someone's just going to literally hop from diet to diet, workout to workout, just constantly switching things up when sometimes you just need to, you know, um, just dial things back, uh, focus on the things that I'm going to be talking about at the end, the advice that I had given the individual, um, but just once again at the end of the day it's not always about changing the diet and always changing the routine Um, and and just like even the term shock the body I don't really like it because someone's like just going to it doesn't really make sense. Like it just like you have to have a properly periodized routine. You have to have a goal within the nutrition with the calories. um But you know your body also needs to get adapted into the routine and get uh, and be able to progress. Like it shouldn't be to the point where like you do well with the routine for three days. You say, wow, I can't let myself settle in and then just completely change it the next day. That's just you know in my opinion not the best information. You know you can do different things. You know like maybe instead of running, go do swimming. Like to keep it more fun. But at the end of the day. You know burning calories like three hundred calories swimming or three hundred calories running uh, you know in, at the end of the day would be pretty similar um, and you just obviously have to make sure your're strength training as well. Uh, the other thing that I really liked was someone said that their mother had a similar situation you know she didn't lose weight. she went to an endocrinologist who helped her balance her hormones hormones that did the trick so I mean, like I've already said, there's some things that people just need to go see extra uh, get extra help and figure out the hormone situation and and usually you know that will do the trick but a lot of people also use this as an excuse um uh, into why they're not and then like they've never actually been checked out and i think this is something that um you need to kind of stay away from as well and i mean um did you there's one other thing try weekly water fasting once or twice a week uh, this makes no sense to me um i mean At the end of the day, you're going to lose water weight, but we're trying to actually lose fat and make sure to maintain as much fat as possible or maintain as much muscle as possible. So water fasting will help you lose a couple pounds of water, but it's not going to actually do the trick in terms of helping you become fitter, healthier, happier and just uh, in more in shape. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's it for today.
1: But I wanted to also, if that's cool, just spend two minutes. Because I did send a message, Mm. and I said, here's the things that I would change, and and you can also probably add as well. Coach Kyle. Um, I said, yeah, I saw the post. I wanted to offer some feedback. Coach KG. (laughs) Coach KG in the house. Nutrition. Most importantly, um, I would begin to try to uh, implement a diet break to pretty much reset everything. Now, we've talked about this on the podcast, but sometimes if people are just in a deficit for way too long, which I believe this individual was, it's sometimes time to just bring the calories up to maintenance for about two weeks down to the deficit. You could just go into a straight hypertrophy program where you're trying to actually you know, reset the calories and then, um, bring everything back to normal in the, in the long run. But sometimes just constantly being in a deficit could be something that could be bringing you down. So you need to take a look at that. We've talked about, um, Diet breaks and all that good stuff, and and even th- sometimes it could be good for someone to do eight weeks of potentially doing uh, a deficit, doing as much as you could in terms of just losing everything, and then eight weeks in a more of a maintenance to uh, surplus phase to bring everything back to normal, gain a bit more muscle, and kind of go back and forth because I mean being on a deficit for you know uh, 55. Uh, 55 straight weeks or whatever some people do uh, sometimes can be a bit hard on your body um, I said it works for everyone, you know, even adding in refeeds could be great A lot of times we find that when we add refeeds in for our, uh, our clients, they see great success But I also said like I've mentioned in this I find a lot of times foods are being underlogged um, Which results in people not being in actual deficit now Josh and myself have seen this so many times like when people go into my fitness pal they could be um you know 500 calories off and then you know 500 calories each day would be um seven you know with seven days a week would be one full pound that they could just be mislogging uh which could be resulting them not losing weight so that's something very important i always say overlog when you're eating out make sure you know all the ingredients make sure you're being as accurate as possible because um i'd say the average person like i don't want to classify everyone but a lot of people are mislogging um, which results in them not uh, progressing as well Uh, I'd say you know going hardcore with the strength training this is where most people go wrong this individual is doing great um, but even potentially decreasing the cardio a bit maybe half of what she was doing you know at the end of the day when it comes to just being in calorie deficit the strength training is absolutely huge Um, that's what's going to overall make your physique look Uh, A lot greater But sometimes even just Having too much stress Which we've talked about Can definitely inhibit you From getting the best results So if you're constantly stressed And you're doing way too much cardio And then way too much strength training And then you know Work life and everything um, Which brings me to number three Which is external factors We've already talked about Optimizing sleep Drinking more than enough water Managing stress um, And this is something That a lot of people Just don't realize So these are the biggest tips Make sure you're monitoring All these things And over time Just I'd say be patient Enjoy the journey And you will see great success Uh, wherever you're at that's it for today folks peace peace